Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Titus chapter 3, verse 5. He saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. Over the last months, an unusual protest has been taking place across Europe. Environmental activists have been vandalizing famous pieces of art. Last spring at the Louvre in Paris, a custard pie was thrown at the Mona Lisa. Two weeks ago, they spattered tomato soup on Van Gogh's sunflowers at the National Gallery in London. And at the Museum Barberini in Potsdam, protesters covered a painting by Monet with mashed potatoes. However, as a number of analysts have noted, there seems to be a lack of logic in obliterating the public's view of art in order to show them the danger of climate change. As one environmentalist noted last week in an article in The Atlantic, I don't understand, in the name of preserving something we cherish, damaging something we also cherish. It may also seem like a radical protest to think of what Martin Luther did in Wittenberg on this date back in 1517. No, he didn't hurl soup in a museum. He nailed his 95 theses, or points of debate, to the door of the castle church. As startling as that is often portrayed, it would have scarcely raised eyebrows. It was the place to post notices of university and community events. But what he did was to encourage an important discussion among theologians of how the message of repentance and God's mercy in Scripture had become encrusted, spattered over, and hidden behind false teaching. In the time leading up to the Reformers' day, the biblical concept of repentance had become misunderstood. In Luther's day, the church had mistakenly divided repentance into three parts, contrition, confession, and satisfaction. Contrition is the terror of conscience and sorrow for sin you and I experience as we recognize God's anger with sin. It grieves us to realize that we have sinned against God. As David cried in Psalm 38, My guilt has overwhelmed me like a burden too heavy to bear. It's not something you and I manufacture in ourselves. God himself works contrition in our hearts, this terror and sorrow for sin by means of his law and scripture. This doesn't bring forgiveness in itself, but it points us in the direction of where it's found. It leads us next to confession. The Holy Spirit leads you and me to confess our sins, as we do in church on a Sunday morning and in private. Confession itself includes confessing or acknowledging our sins before God, and it includes what we cherish through faith, God's absolution, the announcement of the forgiveness of sins. David describes this beautifully in Psalm 32, saying, When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. There is the masterpiece of God's love. However, over time, a third part, satisfaction, was thrown on. It came to be taught that now, having confessed one's sin, what was still needed was some special work by which a person could somehow obtain God's forgiveness. As a means to achieve this, the false practices of adoring relics, singing of masses to merit mercy, becoming a monk, and purchasing pardons were splattered onto the gospel. And at this came Luther's protest. Luther contended from God's word that one is justified before God not by what we must do under the law to try and win his favor, but by faith in Christ. It's Jesus himself who has made full satisfaction and payment for our sins by his keeping the law perfectly in our place and by dying for us on the cross. And by his resurrection, God himself has declared us righteous in his sight through faith. As Paul rejoiced in Romans, he, Jesus, was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. Here's why the apostle could say with confidence, For we maintain that a man is justified by faith apart from observing the law. 
By peeling away these and other false teachings, it revealed the masterpiece of God's Word and the clear message of your salvation that it proclaims. Let us pray. Thank you, dear Lord, that in your Word you have revealed to me my Savior. Amen. Happy Reformation Day. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.